Get to Old Navy today for an incredible 50% off all jeans. That's right, all jeans, including Rockstar and your favorite kid styles, are 50% off. But hurry in, today's the last day. The sale ends tonight at Old Navy and Old Navy.com. Valid 3 9 to 3 10, excludes in store clearance. There he goes. One of God's own prototypes. A high powered mutant of some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, and too rare to die. Hello, this is a conspiracy guru coming at you. It is now time for Coup d'etat, part two. It is now time to look at the witnesses, films, and assassins. Trump just released the Kennedy files today. I'm not holding my breath that any new ground for this information is going to come out. They are sticking to their story about Lee Harvey Oswald. The media and our government are in denial about this. Even Coast to Coast AM, who have done many shows on the subject, have not even touched on the truth. The last show I heard, they were discussing about whether the Kennedy speech was talking about the Illuminati or communism. On another weekend show, the guest said that after his speech about the Illuminati, they had him murdered. I think there is a lot of truth to this statement. It is quite apparent to me that the speech was about them, the Illuminati. And I'm proud that at least one U.S. president had the balls to speak out against them. Jimmy Carter and Ronald Reagan were the only modern presidents that were part of the satanic puppets. There are a lot of witnesses. None of them got heard or believed by the Warren Commission. There are at least 50 witnesses believed to have lost their lives. 18 of them died like this. Six gunshot wounds, three motor car accidents, two iffy suicides, one cut throat, one karate chop, three apparent heart attacks, and two of natural causes, maybe. There were some reports that 177 died mysterious deaths. Lee Barrows was a witness. While on duty in the railroad watchtower, he saw two men get out of the car carrying rifles. This information got him killed. Jean Hill, who was still alive, received many death threats because she saw smoke and a flash of light on the grassy knoll from behind the fence. Her friend... Mary Mormon photographed Kennedy being shot in the head. Tina Tower, Marie Muchmore, Robert Hughes, and Mark Bell all made short films of the assassination, even though they weren't there to film the assassination. One thing these films showed was a large number of people running up to the grassy knoll. They knew the shots came from there. These people were all witnesses, and some said they even saw the assassins get into a, a getaway car. In a Robert Hughes film, he panned across the Texas school depository window. There appeared to be someone standing in the window, quite eerie to see. There was a witness who had convinced me to change my story from last week. He said that he and his family were standing near the grassy knoll. I would like to shake his hand and meet him someday. He said there were two shooters on the grassy knoll, Black Dog Man and Badge Man. They were none other than Jim Files and Charles Harrelson. Malcolm Mac Wallace was in the Texas Book Depository, and Charles Nicolati was stationed at the building across the street and back of Malcolm Wallace. I did receive some news that kind of blew me away. Charles Harrelson is the father of actor Woody Harrelson. 
I wonder if Woody knows anything about this. I've heard in more than one place that the shots came from the sewer vents. I've decided to drop the story about the young guys in the sewer. The shots didn't originate from a lower point. They came from a higher point, and Kennedy was shot in the right side of his brain. Jim Files is in prison now. He has a lawyer working for him. They want to exhume Kennedy's body. Files says he used a mercury round and that he was the one who fired a lethal shot in the head. He really wants to take credit for this. They want to see if the mercury is still there. You would think the autopsy would have pinpointed this information, and maybe they did and just haven't been telling anybody. Charles Harrelson also said that he was guilty of this murder. A lot of people are dead now that that may know the truth. CIA pilot Robert Plumley showed up in Dallas to abort the mission. He walked around and showed us what happened around the grassy knoll and what he was doing there on a YouTube video. When he and his right-hand man, Sergio, came up to the picket fence, they could smell smoke. Plumley was a CIA pilot who flew missions from the gun, gun shipments to Latin America. He also made drug runs from South America to Miami, Florida. There were many railroad workers that were witnesses. James Leon Simmons heard shots and saw footprints behind a picket fence. He said he heard three shots fired. Richard C. Dodd saw smoke from the guns. Holland heard, a man named Holland heard shots, saw smoke, and heard four bullets being fired. His testimony was never heard by a Warren Commission. They didn't want any evidence that was different from their own views. J.C. Price heard shots and saw two men running away from the picket fence. Police officers, the first Roger Craig, saw the assassins get into a Nash Rambler to make their escape. Another officer named Roy Cooper heard shots and saw the Rambler leave the area. Richard Randolph Carr saw a heavyset man with horn-rimmed glasses leaving the Texas Book Depository. Carr told the FBI that it wasn't Wallace. Cooper and Carr, both police officers, were murdered for what they saw. The umbrella man was standing with his umbrella near where the shots were being fired. He said it was a visual protest about Joseph Kennedy's appeasement policies when he was ambassador in the court of St. James in England, and a reference to Neville Chamberlain's umbrella. This happened in 1938. His umbrella was up, and when the time to fire the shots, it came down. They went on to say that this umbrella was a weapon, able to shoot a small dart at a target. He was brought in the court and questioned. There was no gun in the umbrella, and he denied having anything to do with the death of John Kennedy. Now I have an editorial to relay to you. I do not like the Kennedy brothers. They are both womanizers. JFK had many affairs with gorgeous women. Marilyn Monroe and Angie Dickinson were just two of them. When Marilyn got ready to tell the world about how the Kennedys treated her and what they had done to her, they had her murdered. She was found dead and deemed a suicide. Today, I read two different articles in two different newspapers. They informed us that some of the files have been released, but didn't have much more to say of anything else about what had happened that, on that day. Now let's set up the scene again. Malcolm Wallace was in the Texas Book Depository. Charles Nicolotti was in a high-up window 
in a building behind Malcolm. As the limo pulled around the corner, the first shooters prepared themselves. They had much more powerful weapons than Oswald had in his Italian gun that couldn't shoot straight or anything. Governor Connolly said over and over again that he was shot by a different bullet, not the magic bullet. Kennedy and Connolly were now both wounded. As the limo went on, the umbrella man gave his cue. The limo driver slowed down, and Jim Files and Charles Harrelson both shot. Harrelson's bullet hit Kennedy in the throat. At the same time that Files shot, Charles Nicolotti shot his gun again. Files said he was aiming for the eye of Kennedy, and because Nicolotti's bullet moved Kennedy's head enough so that his bullet hit Kennedy in the side of the head. If you believe the media, Warren Commission, and our government as to what happened on that day, you need to use your brain and seek out the truth. There are witnesses who saw the men on the grassy knoll holding rifles. A deaf man who saw the whole thing was dismissed by when he was trying to tell what he knew to the Dallas police. Our government has railroaded the truth. They want to put it all behind us and solve the case. J. Edgar Hoover was insistent that Lee Harvey Oswald was guilty, and that was how it was going to be written in the history books. Now, I'd like to borrow and change a Sex Pistols song. God save our rulers of the fascist regime. Right now, we have a fascist bigot in the White House. The Illuminati like him and what he is doing. Ever since they failed to kill Ronald Reagan, they have had everyone they wanted in the White House. NWO wants to take over and turn this country into the communist Mecca. One day, John Kennedy tried to warn us about this, and they made sure to silence him. This country could have been a very different place. We'll never know how different this country could have been if Kennedy had survived. On the Coast to Coast radio show with George Norrie, he said he'll devote some time for upcoming shows. I hope that I am not asleep at the time. Well, that is my show for tonight. I want to take a week off, so I'll see you in two weeks. Till then, everybody, thank you.